Welcome to the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast, a podcast about the big and little issues that come with living with cancer. I'm Catherine White, a stage four colon cancer thriver, passionate about supporting others who have faced a cancer diagnosis and are looking to feel empowered in taking back control of their health and happiness. My own health scare helped me to learn more about myself and how to live with cancer, and it led me to become a cancer support coach so I can help others through the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and all the crazy things that come with life with cancer. So let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast. Today is episode 1.4, and today we're talking about sharing your diagnosis. Do you tell or don't you? Last week, I was hosting my live monthly Living with Cancer workshop and an interesting conversation came up which made me want to talk about this on the podcast. It was about how, when, and even whether or not you should tell people about your cancer diagnosis because this is a tricky piece for some people. It can be pretty emotional and it can be pretty private. So the things that came up were, do you even tell? Who do you tell? Like, do you go big or do you stay small? How do you tell people? Do you just send an email? Do you do it face-to-face? Do you throw it out there on social media? And what do you tell? This is a privacy thing. This is where it can get really personal. What do you want to share? Do you just tell them the diagnosis? Do you give all of the details? What do you want and need from people? You can even tell that. You can. We'll talk about that in a few minutes about how you can direct the conversation. So this is not the first time that this conversation's come up. For me, as a cancer support coach, one of the things that I do is help guide my clients to make decisions around their cancer experience. And one of my clients had the exact same question about sharing her diagnosis. Now, before we get into addressing this topic, I wanna share with, with you what I did. So let's remember that everything you do as a cancer thriver, and if you're not familiar with that term, you can go back to episode 1.1 to understand it a little bit more. Everything that you do is your choice. You get to control the parts of this time of your life, and sharing your news is one of those parts. So here's what I did and why I chose to handle it the way that I did. First of all, we initially told our families and closest friends. Then, prior to my first surgery, we kept it pretty close as we were getting in that state of overwhelm and still processing the whole idea that I had cancer. And then, after my first surgery, my hemicolectomy, I spent about four or five days in the ICU. And once I was awake and coherent enough, I decided that I was ready to share with more people. So, again, family and friends, and then a few other people, but still keeping it close. And then I went totally public, just like barfed it all out for the whole world to hear. So I chose to go to Facebook and tell my friend community what my health situation was and what I had just been through. At that time, we knew that I had cancer, but we didn't know the extent of it. So I just decided I'm just gonna go big and I'm just throwing it out there because this is the way I wanna manage it. In my life, I've moved several times and I've worked in many different school communities. So the friends that I have, like many of us, are scattered all over the place. So Facebook seemed to me like the best way to communicate what was going on and truly the most efficient, if I wanna be honest. Now, I think too that I needed that support from the people I was connected to on Facebook. Through the magic of Facebook, I had recently reconnected with a lot of my childhood friends who I knew I could count on for support. 
And I knew that for my own sake and that of my husband, that telling everyone once and sending out the same message would be the easiest and we'd be like the clearest way for us to share. I didn't want my husband, John, to be overwhelmed with emails and calls because his plate was super full already managing me in the hospital, my diagnosis, and two teenage sons. So coming back to the clarity piece, I wanted a consistent message from me in my voice of what was happening and what my family and I needed from our friends and family. Facebook gave me that space to share and ask for help. It gave people who didn't want to ask a place to read updates and to be connected in their own way, which was kind of a kind thing to do for other people too, I think. But the funny thing about telling people you have cancer is the responses or the lack of responses, which is always an interesting piece. That's a whole episode in itself, but for now, let's leave it at not everybody knows how to react when they hear the word cancer and have it associated with someone that they know or love. So the space of sending out information globally allows, in my opinion, a place for the people who want to be super involved to share and ask how things are going while giving the people who want to take more of a backseat role to still stay up to date because they care too, but not have to actively participate. And I think that's important, and I've learned along the way that everybody processes this differently and deals with it differently, so that just kind of gave them the permission to manage it in the way that was best for them. So I think it's important to remember that as much as a cancer diagnosis is earth-shattering news for the patient, it's also really big news for the people in your life. And everyone processes it differently and comes to the table with their own emotional baggage and feelings. So the semi-anonymity of a public share on a platform like Facebook serves to keep people in the loop while giving them the choice of how they want to manage it. All that being said, it is your diagnosis and you're not responsible for how other people react. And again, that's a whole other topic. So now let's go back to the initial questions. Do you even tell? This is completely your choice. What I will say is that part of the healing involved in a cancer diagnosis is dealing with your emotions and letting yourself feel what you need to feel. And when you bring others into where you are, you may be surprised at the support you receive. But I also think I should say that you may be surprised at the support that you don't receive. And again, that's a whole other episode because sometimes people just don't know how to show up. So who do you tell? Again, you get to decide. Maybe you're a really private person and want to keep this small and close. Maybe that feels better for you. Or maybe like me, you wanted to call in all the people and make it more public. Well, there's no right or wrong answer, only what feels right in your body and in your heart. And then we get to the how do you tell. When there's options, you can call up the people close to you or go see them face to face. And that's what we did initially. And this is definitely a more personalized approach and it's going to allow for some interaction and some questions. So you just need to be prepared that you might get asked or see emotion or whatever things that that you might not be ready to deal with. But at the same time, you want to tell those people that are closest to you. So we did it in a combination of the two with our family and closest friends. You can send personal emails or maybe even create an email group. And this gets again to be who you select and you can have the time to write that email 
leave it, and then go back to revisit it before you hit send. And this can help you to get your thoughts together and reflect on exactly what you want to share. And if you're like me, you can go back and you can proofread and make sure that you've said exactly what you wanted to say in the way that you said it and everything is grammatically correct. Or you could use social media as your sharing space. This will hit all the people on your list. So be prepared for it to go to people you're close to and the more casual people in your social media circle at the same time. Also, keep in mind that this is where you will get the public replies. So decide for yourself how you feel about the likes and the comments that are going to come because they will come. And this isn't necessarily a bad thing. I know I found it very uplifting and emotional at times, but was deeply grateful for all the love and support. And I do think that inherently people will be kind and they will not say anything if they're not sure what to say or they're afraid of hurting your feelings or they're just going to pour out all of their love for you and share memes and jokes and funny things and just try to make the whole thing a better experience for you and maybe a little bit for them too. So what do you tell? You tell what you feel called to tell. It can be short and simple, like, this is what's happened, this is what I have. Or more detailed, if you feel like you want to let people into that personal space of yours, and you can tell the people what you need and want from them. This is the really cool part that I worked through with that client who asked me about it, was that she was concerned about what people were going to say and whether she'd be able to handle it or not. So I said to her, well, what would you want from them? And we talked through that. And what we came up with was she got to tell them what she wanted to hear. So you can, in a very polite and very um, not obvious way, just say to people that you want positive support and comments, that they would be really appreciated, that prayers are welcome if you're open to that, or the energy of the universe or healing thoughts, whatever resonates with your heart. And if funny memes and gifts are your thing, then invite those in. Just know some of them are a little bit offside and some of them are a little bit much sometimes. But again, you can filter that or you can have someone filter that for you if you wanted to. So you see, when you have cancer, you actually can control some things in your life. Tell the people what you want to tell them, how much you want to tell them, and what you need from them. You can control that message You can't control necessarily what you get back, but that's sort of the give and take of it. But likely, they're going to take their cues from you and follow the lead of others. So those are just a few ways that you can share your information and take back some of the control in your life. This is your narrative. You can control the message and you can both take and leave what you get back. You get to decide. If you found this helpful and feel like there's so much more you'd like to know and learn about life with cancer and how you are not your diagnosis, I'm hosting a three-day workshop from May 9th to 11th at 12 p.m. Eastern. You can join me through the link on my website, www.catherinewhite.coach. I would love to have you there. It's one hour of me sharing information with you and interacting with other people who are also living with a cancer diagnosis. 
And I also want to share that if you're ready to get started with learning how to thrive in your life, as a cancer support coach, I provide that space for you to talk through what you're going through. Although cancer is a personal experience, it doesn't have to be done alone. And what I know from my own experience is that sometimes you need a third party, a neutral person, and a voice of experience to help you sort through all the ins and outs. Sometimes that can't be your friends or your caregiver. They're already doing their best to support you, but it can be tiring for them too. And that's why as a coach, I can hold that space for you from a place of openness and neutrality. And together we can explore your thoughts and feelings and help you discover how you can create your own version of living to thrive with cancer. So again, you can find me at katherinewhite.coach on my website. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at Catherine White Cancer Coach. I would be so happy to get on a call with you and talk about cancer support coaching and how you can make that work in your life. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. And may you live your life to your fullest, follow your heart, and thrive in all you do.